Oh, the long Christmas. Damn, it's been a few days since I've done, made that mistake. I am Aoife, and, oh, Jesus Christ, I keep knocking this jumper off the back of my chair. I am Aoife, and um, I've just finished Watch 13 in this uh, wonderful adventure through the Christmas Prince trilogy. Uh, my fifth watch of A Christmas Prince the Royal Wedding. I hope you enjoyed um, my um, my company yesterday. We had a good time, although I don't think we talked much about the film. But that's that's what happens. I think that that nice bit of variation. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the film today. I was doing whilst I watched it, I was doing some sort of mindless Pokemon breeding stuff, which is like just running around hatching eggs to try and find a specific pokemon with specific stats it's very fun very very fun but anyway you're not here to hear me talk about pokemon or whatever else you're here to hear me talk about the iconic christmas trilogy of christmas prince specifically we're talking about christmas prince the royal wedding um i've taken a few notes i'm also um i'll try and address some stuff that i remember my friends mentioning to me yesterday which they didn't really mention during the um podcast so, um, the first thing I noticed, and I think this kind of links into the first film as well, is Rudy really comes across as, like, an obnoxious American tourist. I think Amber does the same thing in the first film. Like, this is a thing that American tourists, and to a lesser extent British and Australian tourists, are, like, notorious for, is going to other countries and then getting really snobbish about their food, their culture, their language, whatever. Like... Um, like, Rudy just ignores any customs Aldovians have as, like, our way, the best way. He, like, turns his nose up at their food. Um, he is very loud and inconsiderate. And I think Amber does a lot of the same stuff in the first film. She's very loud and has no idea about anything to do with Aldovian customs, even. I guess she, uh, with Amber... In the first film, she had the sort of excuse of she was sent there at the last minute and didn't particularly have enough time to get to know Aldovian customs. But Rudy, Rudy hasn't been there before, but his, he knows his daughter is marrying into their royal family. So he has had time to read up on Aldovian culture, Aldovian cuisine, Aldovian customs if he, if he wanted to. He just chose not to. I don't want to go into a big rant about, like, American tourists. Like, as someone who's lived in Edinburgh for three years, where we get a lot of American tourists, and, like, it's particularly annoying. This is, I'm sure, a thing in a lot of European places, particularly, I imagine, Ireland. But you get a lot of American tourists who, who like, come to Scotland because of, like, they because they are Scottish-American, which means they have like one great great grandparent from from like Dunfermline or or more likely from Dublin there was this great story a friend told me once where they were working as a tour guide um uh, Edinburgh Castle and um the person they were giving a tour to was um very insistent that um their family were um were um Scottish and then they ended up they they did end up like literally saying that they their um 
family like came from from like um, Cork or something in Ireland. I don't I don't want to like I know I have I have quite a lot of like a rather large percentage of my listenership is American, so I don't want to alienate you. Obviously, us here in the old world are just a bit protective about our national identities. Um, you hear the same thing, and um, but we love you really. We're just a bit stodgy and old um something else i noticed today is um at that first party where like they have i guess for amber be moving to the country permanently like amber gets like introduced to a bunch of dignitaries like some ambassadors um the baroness of somewhere and then a, a woman who is introduced as president something and and so Amber's just been like introduced to, like the president of a of another country, and you think she would take a minute to be like, "Hi, how are you? I'm good. Let's let's just like keep relations going and be like good vibes between us." But she's like, "Nice to meet you," then immediately whips her head round and is like, "Okay, I want to talk to Richard again." Um, and yeah, I mean, it would be funny to do like just like cut up like end credit scene of christmas prince royal royal wedding it's just this woman like in her like presidential palace or whatever presidential i don't know what country she's from it could be like a flat that the president gets but she's just like we have been slighted by Al- the aldovian royal family we will get our revenge and then like christmas prince four like christmas prince three is very much about diplomacy as far as i remember but they could just extend that and like every single christmas prince thereafter is a fun mix of some event life event in um richard Amber's life combined with with like a diplomatic crisis so like number three is penglia we'll get on to penglia we're only three days away from penglia now but yeah the next one could be about i don't know like uh, Aldovia falling out of like a country that's not their neighbour, or maybe like Aldovia decides to like we did we actually talked about this yesterday. Aldovia decides to, wants to leave the EU, or part of Aldovia decide like there's like a separatist region of Aldovia that's have that's like we want to leave, and and they have to deal with like the independence referendum, or maybe like a uh, anti monarchy party like. Like, maybe, like, a corruption scandal comes out where it turns out that, well, like, given that the royal family has constant corruption scandals in these things, films and doesn't seem to impact their, like, their popularity. But, like, maybe, yeah, maybe, like, it turns out Richard has been doing something real, like, he's accused of being, like, incompetent and, like, dodgy in this film by the people. But maybe he actually is, or maybe, like, Rudy has been like siphoning off money and like and then there's an election like the anti-monarchy party do really really well and like they have to deal with that there's so much this franchise could deal with and i would like honestly i would love for like yearly christmas prince films that just get wilder and wilder in their premise meanwhile it's like but they're all like called like christmas prince the royal the royal engagement or christmas prince the the i don't know i have no clue like i guess one could be about count simon's wedding 
I don't, I can't, and one could be about a bunch of other stuff. I don't know. Wait a second, I've just realised that they referred to him as Count Simon, but in the first film, he introduces himself as Lord Duxbury, and I'm not an expert on, like, royal titles or anything, but surely he would be Lord Simon if he's, like, Lord Duxbury. He wouldn't be Count Simon, because he's not Count Duxbury. Maybe Count is a higher, like, title than Lord, and it means something different. I don't know. Maybe we'll Google this now. Like, hierarchy of... Like, hierarchy of, um, noble... Yeah, hierarchy of noble titles. Here we go. Imperial, royal, and noble ranks. Um, ranks and titles. Sovereign. These are just different words for, for, for like, emperor. Duchess. It, this doesn't have, like, what I want. Is like a a like ranking that would just show me like a pyramid of the nobility's titles. Okay. Um, this Wikipedia page is not helping me. Okay, Victorian era dot org, British British royal nobility, royal British nobility. What a royal. British nobility titles in order. Okay. So. The British monarchy. Is Duke Mar Marquis. Earl. Earl is count apparently. V Viscount and Baron. Okay. So Count Simon. He's an Earl. I guess Lord isn't an actual Oh! So Lord is the title given to um, a Marquis or a Marquis if you're, a, you're French. Oh, this is really good. This, this, this page just has um, images taken from WikiHow, from a WikiHow article titled How to Formally Address British Royalty and Aristocracy in Person. Which I imagine is um, particularly, particularly um, useful. So Earl and Count are interchangeable, because Earl is just like the um, Earl is the same thing, but it comes from um, like um, it comes from the Scandinavian word Jarl, which I imagine. If any, if you've heard of it and you're not and you don't know anything about that, you would have heard of from something like um, what's the word? Skyrim. That's the word. Anyway, this is something that Morrigan raised to me um, when um, when we were chatting during the film yesterday. A lot of the economy chat is probably really really dull for like children watching this film because often like. Obviously, Christmas films are, like, very much family films most of the time. There are exceptions to that rule, but a lot of them family films. 
But if I were a child, like I was a nerdy child, I'm still nerdy. You can tell from this podcast I'm doing about A Christmas Prince and its sequels. But um, as a, even as a child, if you plonk me down in front of this film and they started talking about the Aldovian economy, I don't think I would have been intrigued. Like, I love it nowadays because it's absurd Like that this Christmas film spends so long talking about the Aldovian economy and then just occasionally has to remind us, like, like there is a Christmas tree in the background of this of this scene where they talk about fixing the economic crisis to just remind us it's a Christmas film. But like as a child, that's not massively interesting. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be very wrong. It may turn out in ten years' time, there's a massive boom in children or in like uh people doing economics at university purely thanks to a Christmas prince, the royal wedding. That would be, like, utterly hilarious that it will never happen, but it's, like, a beautiful image. I can see, like, news headlines about it right now, and it would be wild. Um, there's... uh, We always enjoy on this show pointing out fun props, fun scenery, fun costumes. It's always fun. And there's one prop that we noticed yesterday that I haven't noticed before, and I just cannot not notice now. So during the cooking scene after, um, with all the children, with all the children breaking biscuits in um, the kitchen, as as we see um, Chef Ivanka, Ivana, I think she's called Chef Ivana. As we see Chef Ivana being sad because, um, or not sad, she's uh, being nostalgic because of um, happiness in the kitchen. Um, behind her, we see a rice cooker, a rice cooker that like looks like a cow. Which is incredibly whimsical. And um, I'm sure you can buy a cow rice cooker. I really hope cow rice isn't a thing. Yeah. I think I just headbutted the mic, sorry. Um. Okay, so I just googled cow rice cooker. Oh, beef rice is a thing. Um. Okay, so just looking online, for if I if I'm searching cow rice cooker, I'll be honest, we ain't getting a massive number of results for a cow a rice cooker that um is looks like a cow. I don't know where they found this. I'm just very glad that. Okay, so rice cooker on Amazon, and then I'm gonna go. Amazon has a whole chat like not. Okay, cow rice cooker. Just looking down. Okay, showing results for cow rice cooker. There is no rice cooker that looks like a cow on this list. And that's so upsetting to me. Maybe it's custom made. Maybe the Aldovian royal family had it done for them specially. That's that's a, a magical image, isn't it? Um... Rudy, okay, so I'll save that because that's something that's going to be a whole episode. I keep teasing the episode on class on on class in the Christmas Prince. Um, the the the, the bow and arrow continues being wildly strong, like it was in the last film. The um, Amber manages to completely destroy, like explode a bust, which really, like, I don't know if technology 
with like bow technology just better in the Christmas Picture universe? Or like Amber is just fucking hench? Either could be true. I, I prefer the latter, I think. I like the idea of Amber just being wildly strong. These films don't have fight scenes in them, so we'll never find out. Um, and just one last thing for this episode. The Christmas tree choosing scene, I think, is one of my favourites in the in the film. P- partially because um, it's the only scene where, for me at least, intentional comedy consistently lands. The, like... I really enjoy the, like, Amber being so picky with which tree they can have and Richard just being like, oh my god, can we get this over and done with? I really enjoy, like, shopping, but many do not. And it's always a fun dynamic, I think, that, like, oh, isn't this good? And then, like, it's all topped by... And it's got, like, the... um, It does the camera thing as well. And this is the other thing that I really like about that scene. The majority of Christmas Prince franchise is, like... It's, this film is shot better than the previous film. It's more interesting the way it's shot, at least a little bit. And this scene is probably the scene where they get most adventurous because they do the the editing thing where like Amber and Richard like teleport around. Essentially, I can't think of a better word for it. They like cut between, they like cut between like them being at different trees to like show the, I guess how long it's taking. And for comedic effect. And it's very good. I really wish they would do more exciting stuff. Like cinematography wise. Because like. Well. you. I don't know if that's. I should wish for that. Who knows what they don't doing. And on that bombshell. If you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, please consider sharing it. On wherever. On social media. On your town notice board. On your christmas cards wherever consider sharing the the word of the long halloween the long christmas i've got more projects coming out in the new year that i'll talk about more at the end of this if um if you enjoy my my style of of whatever you can find my writing on my blog postmillennial panda it's in, um you can follow me on twitter on instagram um these these will all be in the description you can um, if you really enjoy this, you can donate to my Patreon. Um, that was w- weird and emph- like I, my the, the like up on Patreon. That's weird. Oh well, yeah, you can donate to my Patreon if you fancy. It's a uh, economically challenging time, so I'm not expecting anyone to. Just if you if you fancy it, chucking a pound or two my way, I wouldn't say no. Um, anything else? Email me. You can email me thelonghalloweenpod at gmail dot com. If you've got any um, questions, suggestions, whatever, comments, I'd love to hear them. So yeah, uh, this is all in the description. This this has been episode 13 of The Long Christmas. I have been Eva, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.